A woman who was caught pleasing herself in a 7-Eleven parking lot was caught doing the same thing naked outside a Popeye's chicken. Another woman is accused of stealing items from her late ex-husband's grave. A person with Down syndrome is the first to finish an Ironman triathlon. And another individual on a spiritual journey is accused of stealing a deputy's vehicle and his credit card. These are the weird stories for Friday, and they're all from the state of Florida, because it's Florida Friday on Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm here doing only weird news from Florida today, because that's what Friday is all about. Let's do it. Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? Can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A woman that was arrested for self-care outside a 7-Eleven was recently caught committing the same offense outside a Popeye's restaurant. Self-care is in quotes, so you know what it really means is some sort of lewd, lascivious activity. Very Florida of her. This is the woman that was masturbating in the 7-Eleven? That was her, right? In September, yes. Vanessa Lee Jones, I remember her. <laughs> you guys remember Vanessa? Oh, good times, wherever she goes. Everybody's enjoying Vanessa when she's in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Do you remember? She's from Newport Ritchie. She was caught in front of a 7-Eleven convenience store, partaking in a little bit of self-care. To make matters worse, Vanessa was masturbating in full view of not just a man, but it was a man and his nephew. Do you remember? The nephew had the day of his life, I tell you. He learned a lot that day and probably wants to stop at every 7-Eleven that he sees now. It's going to have the best memories of 7-Eleven than anybody. I don't have that kind of 7-Eleven memory. I have the memory of eating those terrible hot dogs that have been sitting on that rolly thing for days and then throwing up in the corner. This Vanessa Jones loves Sevlevs. She was arrested and charged with felony lewd and lascivious exhibition at that 7-Eleven in September. But check this out. Prosecutors decided not to pursue any charges. She was released from jail shortly after and then... This past Saturday, Vanessa was busted again, doing what she loves, committing the same kind of offense, but rather this time she was doing what she loves in front of a, of a dumpster, completely naked, next to a Popeye's. <laughs> you know, Because you know the dumpsters, they just make you feel so frisky, right? When you're around a dumpster, you just want to remove all clothing near a dumpster, especially near a Popeye's. Oh, boy. Wow. Florida at its best. Ooh, a mugshot of Vanessa. Look at her. She's biting her lip. She's still thinking about that time she had next to the dumpster, I'd imagine. I recall this headshot. Headshot. This mugshot. <laughs> I recall the mugshot. This looks like a woman that just wants to please herself. She don't care where she is. And she hopes other people see her. She thinks she's doing great work in the community, right? She's like, I got a good technique. Why don't I share it with people? You know, people are out there. They're masturbating. They don't, maybe they don't even know what they're doing. And some of these people... Well, they're eating out at Popeye's right now, and I'm going to go there and teach them. This is how you do it. According to the police report, the 38-year-old Jones showed no sign of being drunk. Huh. Really? No sign of being drunk? Yeah, well, she looks drunk, but all right. Oh, also it says here, no, no sign of being under the influence of drugs. Are you sure? 
You mean she's just running on pure Florida? There's also no evidence of mental health issues. <laughs> no evidence of mental health issues. I think being naked next to a dumpster touching yourself is a sign of mental health issue. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a I'm no doctor. All right. I didn't go to school for any sort of psychology or psychiatry. Is that a word, psychiatry? In other words, I wasn't trained to spot the evidence of mental health issues, and I still say, ha-ha, this is mental health. This is an issue. <laughs> it's, a, it's the being naked part next to a dumpster, uh, which really puts it over the top. So, yeah. There's your evidence, everyone. Suffice to say, Vanessa was arrested again, faces charges, oh, more charges this time because of the exposure of the sexual organs. Yeah. It does not say whether or not Vanessa got some free chicken for her display. A Florida woman has been accused of stealing items from her late ex-husband's grave. A Florida woman is accused of repeatedly taking things from her late ex-husband's grave that were placed there by the man's fiancé, according to the Fruitland Park Police Department. Ooh, Fruitland Park! That sounds lovely! Is that where they invented the fruit roll-up? Fruitland Park sounds like just a wonderful place uh, that doesn't belong in Florida. I'm sure it's terrible, actually. What could this woman have possibly taken from the grave that led to an arrest? I mean, usually it's just flowers and pictures, right? I don't see how that can be an issue. Records, though, show that the man's fiance first contacted the police in late September, claiming some items were stolen, including two wedding invitations, a pair of $250 sunglasses, an LED light, two double curl hanging planters, a weeping willow string light, six snapdragon plants, artificial flowers, a ring, and a sugar skull. Uh, this all was taken within two days. All of these items are valued at over $400. <laughs> Some of these items don't seem like they should be placed at a grave. What is with all these LED lights? I mean, you can't really light up a grave like a jukebox. Is that okay? I don't think so. There's limitations in a cemetery. How did you get, how did you run electricity to the grave, by the way? I'm, I'm wondering. Did you put a generator there as well? <laughs> and what is with the sunglasses? $250 sunglasses you put at the grave? Why? The man is dead. He can't wear them. I, I mean, I'm not trying to justify the theft here, but I mean, if you put over $400 worth a crap on a grave. I mean, don't expect it to be there for very long. <laughs> you know, anybody could tell you that. The woman said she suspected Ronnie Lee Kimberlin, who was the ex-wife of her late fiancé. An officer questioned, questioned Kimberlin about the items. Kimberlin says, I heard of that family drama, but I did not take the items. Uh, that is ridiculous. That's how someone named uh, Ronnie Lee Kimberlin speaks. On October 19th, a clear glass skull cup and a soulmate diamond painting were reported stolen from the... You put a painting on the gravesite? Why? It's just going to get rained on. It's so stupid. Oh, a clear glass skull cup. Okay, this is just bizarre. This woman that's putting stuff at the grave, she needs to really lay off. Uh, it says, then a few days later, a woman came forward saying that she used to live with this Ronnie Lee Kimberlin, and she was actually with her when she stole these specific items from the grave. Police claim Kimberlyn took a glass bottle from the grave and threw it down a crackhead path. A crackhead path? That sounds like a path that many people in Florida take. <laughs> Taking the crackhead path. It also says here Kimberlyn took planters and gave them to her brother, quote, because he needed them. Yeah, her brother needed some planters. Why not take him from a grave? 
It also says that Kimberlin threw a glass cup in a garbage can, also stole a picture frame and stored it in her attic, and took her children to the grave and had them use some purple chalk to cross off the word fiancé from the gravestone. Oh, she's, got, she's got her children involved in the, this spat, this grudge, <laughs> crossing off the word fiancé on the gravestone. Oh, boy. Poor Kimberlyn was arrested at her home in Leesburg on charges of petit theft and disturbing a grave. Uh, disturbing a grave is a rough one to have on your record. That just means you're a complete psycho at that point. I mean, it's more normal for you to, I don't know, to like deface property or like to slash somebody, somebody's tires than to disturb a grave. That's just like, wow, you're out of it. Um, <laughs> but again, but again, this the fiancé putting all this crap on the grave i don't i really don't understand it expensive sunglasses led lights she's like gonna hire a dj to play a few (laughs) sets there she's gonna set up a bouncy house next to the grave where does it end with putting shit next to the grave i don't understand well he did like to play his sony playstation so i put that on top of it and then i ran some cable over there put up a tv as well you know just put it on he likes seinfeld i just put seinfeld on a loop you know um i got all the dvds yeah and then you know then we brought about about eight boxes of Krispy Kreme donuts because that, those were larry's favorite donuts we just figured we just covered the grave in the donuts thing you know and then uh, of course a pot of coffee because he had yeah, man he drank that every day i tell you, you can't even see the grave anymore there's so much shit covering it and i don't but you know i think you like it that way It's Florida Friday, only on Weird AF News. A Florida man with Down syndrome completes the Ironman Triathlon. It's a very inspirational story. I can't believe I found one coming out of Florida. Yes, people are doing great things down there. Not many. It's a feat few people will ever achieve. Finishing the Ironman. I don't even know what that is. But it it sounds grueling. For Chris... Nikish, who didn't walk until he was four years old, the Ironman triathlon may have at one time seemed like an impossibility. But for Nikish, who has Down syndrome, anything is possible, even an Ironman. He completed, oh, check this out, 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike ride, and a 26.2-mile run on Saturday at the Panama City, Florida Ironman triathlon event. The Ironman organization updated its social media all day with Chris's progress and his time splits, a live stream of the last two miles, and a celebratory post upon his finish. It read, Chris Nakish, you are an Ironman. Congratulations, Chris, on becoming the first person with Down syndrome to finish an Ironman. You have shattered barriers while proving without a doubt that anything is possible. We are beyond inspired, and your accomplishment is a defining moment in Ironman history that can never be taken away from you. You swam 2.4 miles, biked 112 miles, ran 26.2 miles, and now you get to brag for the rest of your life, Chris. The opportunities you have created for others around the world through this journey you embarked upon is immeasurable. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your remarkable life story, and we can't wait to see what you achieve next. It says here that Chris finished... The race with just 14 minutes to spare to make the 17-hour cutoff time. 17 hours of doing activity? How? This guy is outstanding. Unbelievable. I can't do anything for 17 hours. Not even sleep. 
And that's the laziest thing you can possibly do. You ever try to sleep for a long time and you can't pull it off? You're like, man, I'm trying to do the laziest thing ever and I can't do it. <laughs> this man, I mean, he he was born and couldn't walk. He's He has Down syndrome and lives in Florida and he still has hope and a dream. I mean, how? Unbelievable. And that, I mean, to do the most grueling sporting event, this has to be, right? This has to be the most grueling sporting event out there. It says here that during the race, Chris suffered an attack by ants during a nutrition stop. Oh, my God. The poor kid is attacked by ants. <laughs> that's just that's terrible. Also, it says he fell off his bike a couple times with blood dripping from his knee. He jumped right back on in a show of true sportsmanship and grit. Not like other Floridians who would have just ran off and smoked a crack pipe. <laughs> The newly minted Iron Man, Chris, has been recognized by, check it out, the Guinness Book of World Records. Unbelievable. Good for this guy. I mean, I'm just so pleased. So pleased. I don't, I don't have, whatever this guy has in him to do shit, I do not have that. Whatever that is. Like, I, you know, I will go outside to do something and then if it's windy, I'm like, nah, I guess I'm done. <laughs> well, I'm so glad I found a story like this. Something really great coming out of Florida. You better believe I'm going to finish this episode with something terrible. Hold on for that. A Florida man on a spiritual journey stole a deputy's cruiser and a credit card. Yeah, that's how spiritual journeys usually start. You got to get the hell out of here if you're going to go on a spiritual journey. You got to get to the mountains. You got to get to the Himalayas. How do you get there? Well, you need a credit card, a police vehicle. This happened in Gainesville, Florida. Not the place for spiritual enlightenment is my guess. The article says... Once in a while, we, we report on stories that prompt the response, What in the world? <laughs> okay. Well, a man claiming to be on a spiritual journey hopped in a police car he came across and just took off. Luckily, police officers put an end to his journey rather quickly. According to the county sheriff's office, 20-year-old Duncan Alexander Smith. He's only 20 years old. Oh, this guy's trying to get out there in the world. He realizes that he's at an existential crisis, a crossroads. 20 years old, that's when it happens. <laughs> you say to yourself, I need to have a spiritual journey. Here's the thing, though. You can do that with acid, so you don't have to. <laughs> I know a guy with some magic mushrooms. Yeah, we'll put you on that spiritual journey, Duncan. Duncan came into the Gainesville Regional Airport at around 8.30 p.m., Video surveillance shows him leaving the airport parking lot in the deputy's marked vehicle. <laughs> Man. After two hours, the deputy whose car was stolen received a report that his credit card, which was left in the patrol car, car was being used in another county. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like, yeah, I got some stuff to do. I got to go find myself. Let me take this vehicle. Let me take the police car, put on the lights. That way everybody gets out of my way. I'm on the spiritual journey. I got a credit card. <laughs> I'm going to go buy some books. Well, luckily, the police were able to catch up to him because he was in a patrol car. You know, if you're going to steal a car and you don't want to be caught, I would imagine a patrol car is not that car. They just, I imagine they know where it is at all times. Correct? There's got to be some sort of tracking device on these things. It's not good for a spiritual getaway is what I'm saying. According to the arrest report, Smith said, he was on a, quote, spiritual journey and needed to find a way home when he came across the patrol car on the airport's property. <laughs> well, this guy knows what he wants in the world. Also, according to the report, Smith claims he only used the credit card to buy gas for the patrol car. Oh, are you sure you didn't go buy a stone Buddha? 
and some incense. I don't know. <laughs> You're going on a spiritual journey, bro. That's what you need. Smith is charged with burglary of an authorized emergency vehicle. Grand theft of a firearm because there was one in the car. Grand theft of a vehicle. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, he's going to get his spiritual journey. It's going to be in a prison cell <laughs> reading Alan Watts books. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I don't know, the biography of Gandhi or something. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Floridians can't read, guys. You know that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, you got to be afraid of that Florida man now, don't you? Oh, yes, you do, little lady. Huh, of course, of course. Watch out for that Florida woman as well. Haha, <laughs> You know it. You know it. You can't trust a Florida woman. She's going to, well, you know what she's going to do. She's going <laughs> to, I can't say it because <laughs> it involves her taking off her clothes. All right. Hey, <laughs> you know she's going to do it. You know it. Guys, guys, I'm highly caffeinated, and I want to thank you for that. Those of you who have bought me cups of coffee, sent me coffee, mmm, uh, I'm overly caffeinated, and uh, I think you guys are going to be the death of me. I don't know if my liver can function anymore. <laughs> I don't even know if coffee affects your liver. Does it? I have no idea. I know alcohol does. Everybody knows that, but I don't know. What does coffee do? No clue. Uh, acid reflux, for sure. Uh, and anyways, who cares? Just drink the coffee. Enjoy yourself. I know a lot of my listeners drink coffee and listen to the show in the morning. Some of you some of you write me that you do, and I just love to hear that. I know some of you roll up a bomber before you listen, and that's pretty cool too. Uh, it's a good way to do it. It's a good way to take me in. Uh, listen, I, I want to thank you for sending me Florida articles, by the way. I got a bunch of them. So good. So good. I hope you're having a nice weekend. I don't know when you're listening to this. It actually could be Monday morning, so I hope you, if, if that's the case, I hope you had a nice weekend. And, uh, yeah, what else? Oh, reach out to me. Say what's up. I love to hear from people. On Instagram, it's at Funny Jones. Yeah, send me a little message. Or drop me an email. That's free. Funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show if you think any of these stories are worth chiming in on. 646-450-2012. Also, I got a Patreon, and that's how we support Jonesy. Patreon. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can support the show. Oh, yeah, baby. Or you can go to weirdafnews.com. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, I got a website and stuff, guys. Trying to be professional. Although I record in a closet, I have a website. Yeah, that's weird. That's a, that's a contradiction, as they say, right? It's got a website, but then records in a closet. How does that even make sense? I don't know, guys. I'm just trying to do things. I'm just trying to do life, okay? And you know what? You should try and do life, too, okay? Take it easy, but take it. Yay!